Then I take them out of that imaginary world that I put them in, and I pitch them very directly in the email. And I talk about what it is that I'm, I want them to buy or what I want them to do. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, it's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy, and it's time for episode eight. Podcasts of the McMethod Email Marketing Podcast, where you'll discover how to make more money with your list, how to crank up the value of your leads way up and make bank with them. Today, I'll be talking to Daniel Levis. Now, Daniel is a uh, very interesting guy. He is very successful at uh, copywriting and especially email copywriting. He's known for using incredible sales stories to make sales, to boost conversions, to just blow the records out of the water. So, I thought I'd get him on the show chat to him about email, find out exactly how he uses these stories to, to create these in, you know, incredible sales. This is a bit different to Andre Chaperone. It's different to the Ben Settle stuff. It's different to what I do. He's got his own spin on things and uh, I think he's amazing at it. So yeah, how to use email alchemy. Okay. Uh, stories influence. He's got another program called uh, Effortless Influence. So this guy's been in the game for a while. He has tons of insights to share. So uh, get ready for that. To get the show notes for this episode of the Email Marketing Podcast, go to themcmethod.com slash 80 for 80. We're going to have to do a celebration when we get to 100 episodes there. Anyway, one more thing before we get into the interview. I've got a McMaster's Inside of the Week. Uh, McMaster's is a private community that I have. Someone mentioned Adrius mentioned uh, GKIC, which is Dan Kennedy's uh, sort of recurring or continuity program, as far as I know. I'm not too familiar with it, but he mentioned that uh, you know, in the community, in the forum, inside the McMaster's forum, that uh, you know, they're a great model to look at when you're you know, brainstorming how to do your recurring billing, how to do your continuity programs. Maybe you're doing a forum, newsletters. However you're trying to do it, go and study something like GKIC. It's a Dan Kennedy's program. You can study McMaster's. You can study this. But anyway... That's that. So if you're thinking about doing the recurring thing, the insight today is that go and look at GKIC, check out how they do it with the newsletters, and you'll get a good idea of uh, what you can do. With some other ideas, uh, you can check out Ben Settle's email players. He does a, a physical print newsletter, which you can sign up to. I think last time I checked, it was $97 a month. And uh, he, you, know, you get a newsletter once a month. You know, my way of doing it is I have McMaster's, which is you sign up and you pay. There's a few different options, but let's say it's monthly, and you pay every month and you can cancel anytime. So that's the way I do it with the forum and some training products in there. So there are a few different models, a few different ideas, and that's, uh, and that's how you really build some of that recurring uh, revenue into your business. McMaster's is a private community. If you want to learn more about it, just go to themcmethod.com and uh, in the top menu bar, you should see a link saying members. Click that and you get all the information there, including how to sign up. That's that. Let's get into this interview with Mr. Daniel Levis. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with Daniel Levis. Now, Daniel, I actually met Daniel. Oh, we met, was it, last week or something at the uh, Titans of Direct Response. Now, uh, Daniel is a direct response consultant. He's a copywriter, and uh, he's got some interesting products out there. One of them is called uh, Effortless Influence, and another one, which we're going to talk about today, is uh, Email Alchemy, which uh, I don't know too much about it yet, so that's why I got Daniel on here to, uh, to talk about it, And because uh, he's got sort of an interesting take on, you know, should you use teaser copy, or should you, you know, do you want to use longer emails, do open rates matter, all sorts of different stuff, so I'm really excited. Uh, you should be excited too. So before we get into that though, uh, Daniel, how are you going today? 
I'm awesome. How are you doing, John? Doing good, man. I'm a little bit tired, a little bit jet lagged. So my mind's, um, you know, as I told you, I got back from Thailand. Uh, sorry, I got back from the U.S. to Thailand uh, 12, what, 24 hours ago. So right now it's it's 8 p.m. here, but it's actually 9 a.m. in New York. So my, my, my head's a little bit messy right now. But anyway, it was a, a nice little conference. But before, so before we get into the content and email alchemy, can you give the listener a little bit of a background on who you are and uh, what you do? Okay, I'll, I'll give you the Coles Notes version. Um, basically, I've been a, a, a professional copywriter since 2004. And uh, before that, I was a salesman, basically. And I got into copywriting out of necessity. I uh, used to use the telephone to, to generate appointments to sell my stuff. Uh, and that's st- kind of stopped working and became much less effective in the, in the 90s when voicemail yeah, came on the scene. I must sound like a total dinosaur talking of, talking about the 90s. Holy smokes. So I, I started writing lead generation letters, to, you know, letters to get people interested, uh, pick up the phone, uh, request some type of a white paper, which I would also write. And I also consider that to be copy. I started writing monthly newsletters for my clients and just became much more involved with the written word versus the spoken word. But I don't really see a lot of difference. Uh, I mean, certainly there are differences in, you know, face-to-face selling. You're right there with the client. You're getting immediate feedback. You've got to think a lot faster. But apart from that, um, sales copy is salesmanship in print. So that was my introduction to, to uh, the written word, selling with the written word. And then I went uh, full-time as a, a copywriter on my own in 2004, and um, since then, I've, I've written all kinds of uh, pretty high-level stuff, a lot of Magalog-type stuff that goes out in the mail for, uh, for financial newsletters. I worked uh, closely with Clayton Makepeace for several years, um, worked with, I'm going to say, like six, seven, eight different financial publishers, people like Weiss Research and, and um, Stealth Stocks Online and uh, Hidden Values Alert and The Street Authority pretty well-known names in uh, in finance. But I really got interested in email marketing because in part of the process of, of getting clients and, and my philosophy for getting clients as a copywriter is that you should have your own publication. Um, and that's by far the best way to make a name for yourself. It's by far the best way to get clients because when you position yourself as a guru, uh, even from day one, and this is what I did, uh, you just get a lot higher paying clients. You get people that are are more serious, and you don't have to you don't have to put yourself at a sort of psychological disadvantage when you're out there trying to get clients because clients find you. They you know they read your blog, they read your newsletter, they see other people you know promoting you, or even they see people you you might maybe you're promoting somebody else. Well, part of their mojo uh, rubs off on you. So that was kind of my my start. And then this whole email alchemy thing came up because in the process of building my list and making money building that list, you have to have a way to monetize your efforts if you're building a list. So I did a lot of experimenting and a lot of email. I mean, I must have sent a gazillion emails out to my list over the last 10 years. So I get, a, I get a kind of feel of what's working, what isn't working. I would develop these products that would help me to monetize the building of the list. And I just noticed that what I was doing with those emails 
my experience was kind of like counterintuitive and, and opposite of what most people do. And I found that, I, you know, yeah, I could send a short email. You mentioned, you know, teaser emails versus longer copy emails. I could send a short sort of teaser email about something. And, you know, back in the good old days, it doesn't really matter what you sent out. You, you know, you send an email out and you made money. That was just, you know, email was a new thing. The web was new and it was just a lot easier back then. But what I discovered is that, I, you know, rather than sending out these short teaser emails and getting a lot of traffic to a web page, that, that kind of stopped working to a large extent. And what I started doing was I would take the, the lion's share of the persuasion and stick it in the email. So I, I, I developed this process of where a five-step sort of process that I wanted to put people through or that I wanted to execute with every email. And that is like I, I would have a, a subject line that typically was not – I mean a subject line has to have benefit. It has to have curiosity if you want to be you know, really successful, I believe, at selling. Yeah. Now, you can put a, a subject line like, hey, dot, dot, dot. Or just put the person's name in the subject line. And you get a lot of people opening your emails. But the problem with that, unless you're, you know, Barack Obama is or Frank Kern, you're gonna have um, a lot of casual curiosity, right? People are open your emails to see why you put your name, their name in the subject line, or why did you put hey dot 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 in the subject line? But that doesn't get you anywhere. All it does is it gets your email opened, right? And again, if you put it like a short teaser message in the in the email, trying to get them to go to your blog or to your video or your sales page or your launch series or whatever it is, yeah, you're going to get a lot of people clicking through there too. But what what I discovered is that again, it's casual curiosity, and people are curious about well, what's what's going on there. But if you really want to sell something, you need to have benefit and you need to have curiosity in the subject line. That's a good subject line. So the, the interesting part here that I notice is that, uh, like, when you, you can use like a hey in a subject line or a name. I, you know, I get a blog post on my site about Obama's subject lines, and and it will work. Or like a bad news subject line. Like that stuff works on a once. It can work on like a once off. But it, once you've done it, you can't do it again. It's not a long term strategy. Cause it, it's sort of that pattern interrupt that like one time. But you can't use it again. So it's like you've you've got to have something more than just tricks like that. Yeah, and I, I would take that analogy and extend it to the email itself. I mean, y you can send a very blind sort of an email that's full of curiosity that gets a lot of clicks. It gets a lot of clicks to your landing page or whatever it is you're, you're promoting. But then again, how many times can you do that? Hmm. Not, ver not very many, maybe two or three times. And the second or third time that you try it, your click-through rate is going to go way down, and it's going to go down to the same sort of low click-through rates that my emails get. My emails are, you know, seven, eight hundred, a thousand words, and and they take the the prospect through this whole process, uh, what I call an opening. And the opening is really like um, a breadcrumb, uh, you know, a series of breadcrumbs or, or you know, single-line cliffhangers, if you will, that are designed to draw the the subject into the email. And then, then I have what's called the deepening, which is typically a, a story or some type of a, a, a visual 
almost like a story, but that told in the in the in the second person, right? So I mean, can you imagine yourself doing this, and and then this happened, and that happened? But the idea is to get the prospect's imagination activated and engaged, so that they're no longer sitting there in front of their computer. They're actually off somewhere in their mind, in some other place, in some other time, and that's very key, critical uh, thing that has to happen in the email. You have to get them out of the here and now and you have to get them in this sort of imaginary uh, world that you put them in almost like a, a trance and while you're doing that you're planting suggestions that are congruent with what you want them to do when they click through so you have this deepening process and then then I take them out of that reverie out of that uh, imaginary world that that I put them in and I pitch them very directly <clears throat> in the email and I talk about what it is that I'm, I want them to buy or what I want them to do on the landing page and I do it very directly and then I tell them you know to go and and do it go go and mm. buy it go go and order it go and get involved go and and uh, sign up for the this webinar and make sure you're there because if you're not there <clears throat> you know your hair is going to fall out or whatever so one example uh, like oh, just to sum this up it sounds like you would have instead of curiosity like just a curiosity had you know a subject line you you would have worked the benefits in there so there's sort of like a I guess a relevant uh, attention that's opening that email that they're opening up because they want to learn more about email or they want to learn more about how how to pick up women or whatever the topic is, then you catch their attention, you tell a story, you use the story to deepen them and take them into a sort of trance, and then you pitch, and you pitch very directly, and then you push them to the page. That's the process, right? Yeah, and, and I would add that the subject line is not really <clears throat> about the, the, what I want them to do. The subject line is more about selling the readership of the email. So the subject line, yeah, it's going to have the word in it, what was the word that you, you you mentioned email okay so it'll have the word email in it right but but the subject line is not about email alchemy or it's not about email you know course xyz the subject line is typically about the story of you know what's right. going on so what, um, I, what i find is is because this is like, like I found like those random curiosity, you know, subject lines, they get great open rates, but they don't convert as well. Whereas I find if I, like, so I have an email marketing product because I'm trying to sell that, then what seems to work really well is I have a subject line that mentions email, mentions autoresponder, mentions email something. But then it doesn't go into the product. Yeah, it does what you're talking about where it uses that to then transition into a story that somehow relates to email. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And the story, I mean, the, the, the crazier the story or the, the more um, <clears throat> paradoxical the, the story, the better, because that's really what… Where do you come what, up with your stories? Well, that's a very, very interesting question. <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of places that I come up with stories, but the, by far the best place to get the story is from the client themselves. So, so, for example, if you look at the case studies in my email alchemy courses, they're all case study driven. You see the craziest stories that, I mean, you couldn't make shit like that up because they're just too, too crazy. Um, you know, t to give you an example, one of the, one of the case studies when you, when you buy my course is in the track, one part of the training is from Kenrick Cleveland and he does like persuasion. Are you familiar with Kenrick Cleveland at all? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Okay, well, he's a guy you should really check out because not only is he a, a character, but he has this wonderful uh, courses about persuasion and NLP and that sort of thing. 
And when I interviewed uh, Kenrick, it was just amazing the, the kinds of stories that he would come up with. And he, he, he wasn't volunteering the stories. I had to kind of be very uh, – you remember Jay Abraham when he was up on the stage there and he was talking about – conversations that he'd have with people and he said well you don't want to be in a hurry but you be you want to be very persistent yeah. but at the same time relaxed and that's the kind of thing that I teach in the second track is like how do you, how do you extract a hook right so w while I'm interviewing this guy Kenrick Cleveland I discovered that he's just really a character he's got some really interesting language that he uses when he's telling his stories so one of the subject lines in his his series there's something about, you know, pe penniless raging bull of persuasion. <laughs> penniless raging bull of persuasion. Yeah. And that's a story that he's telling me about how all these just insane stories about how he's selling life insurance and then the, you know, the life insurance company, he gets a call one day and he's out on the street because they're, you know, they're, they're, they've gone under or whatever. And then he's walking around in this town somewhere and western in the western part of the states and he he sees a fitness uh gym and he walks into the gym and and he says you know i, I need a sales job and and the the lady comes out and she's just drop dead gorgeous and uh you know he's drooling while he's talking to her and then she gives him a job and this whole story about how he's you know cutting his teeth at selling gym memberships and and you know he he screws up the sale and he lets the guy go and he doesn't buy and and this gorgeous knockout woman uh just pulls him up on the rug and just totally belittles him and says you know don't ever let that guy go again without turning him over to me so I can close him. And he tells all these crazy stories, and that's where the stories come from. So penniless, raging bull of persuasion. He's a, you know, he's a cocky uh, son of a bitch, and he gets uh, torn down. And then there's an, another subject, a subject line, another story, brunette bombshell of persuasion <laughs> versus my mom, right? Yeah. So brunette bombshell of persuasion versus my mom, well, that's a conflict, right? And conflict is what drives... Uh, a story, right? Mm. So he tells a story about how his, his mom, you know, had taught him how to sell M MLM and then he met this this knockout woman and then he tells a story about uh, how Richard Bandler put him in a trance when he was in a seminar and that's another email and that one's like darker than NLP dark side patterns, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So all these these stories that are real, true to life stories that came out of the client. That is by far, or, or if you're writing your own emails, you know, have somebody help you to pull those hooks up. Or another another um, case study that I used to teach is this is a fitness trainer coach, and her story was, you know, I why Amazon's scare guys spitless was one of the headlines. Yeah. Right. So we're talking about this, you know, why why do women want to look like that? Why do men want to look like that? Well, they, you know, they want to get laid or they want to be, they want to impress the opposite sex. Uh, another one was uh, my jiggly embarrassing bums. Uh, see it on video. That's the subject line. And this is about 
about when she would compete to get on the stage and before they before they get on the stage they have to get this brown war paint painted on and they have to have their their g-string glued on so one of the subject lines is um body sculpting number five my glued on g-string so you think you think people are going to open that yeah. yeah they're going to open that but it's got nothing to do with the product it's not this you know it's not evident what's for sale here or what the desired action is we just want to get them to open that thing we want to deepen them with a story we want to put them there in a competition <laughs> getting their you know g-string glued on and the the brown war paint painted on by you know some some old fart in the in the in the gym there and that's the kind of thing we're doing we're just kind of uh, creating all of these these stories. Or another one was discount and expiring. This is a, later on in the in the campaign. Discount expiring in little uh, square brackets, and then it's embarrassing husband story. Hmm. You know what woman is not going to open that embarrassing <laughs> embarrassing husband story? Right. And she tells this story about how the you know the UPS man or whatever they have down in Australia there it came with a, a bunch of maple syrup. Uh, to the door and her husband opens the door and the name of her business is idealbodiesonline.com and the the FedEx guy or whoever he is DHL I think it was I don't know and he looks at her husband and he's got a bit of a pot belly and he looks at the at the bill of lading and it says ideal bodies online he looks back at her husband looks back at the bill of lading he says I yeah idealbodiesonline.com yeah right you know <laughs> so all of these stories are real, true-to-life stories that I pull out of the out of the client or out of myself if if I'm the one telling the story or trying to sell something directly. Right. So it sounds like I mean the story like you can tell a story about um, like something completely random. Like one guy, one of my guests back in the past has said um, he goes to uh, you know to a news site and finds the like, the weird section where you find some just crazy crazy stuff and. That gets a sure. lot of open rates, but what we're talking about here is if you're going to tell a story, you know, it's got to be weird, and it's got to have the conflict, and there's got to be some like, you know, some of that contrast with that. So like, how the hell does that work? Where well, they have to read it, but it also has to tie in somehow to not so much the product, but the the topic, whether it's email or or you know, having better relationships or losing weight. Yeah, absolutely, and and there's nothing wrong with doing what you what you said there. Like, there's an old story that Gary Halbert would would tell, and and he's working with their students and with his students and what Gary would would say to the student that wants to learn how to write copy is you know I want you to wake up every morning and go on go and buy the New York Times or buy the Wall Street Journal or buy whatever you know uh, publication and, and just open it up at random and find a headline and then I want you to write a story that ties that headline to whatever it is you're doing and that's what I want you to do every morning when you wake up and that's exactly what you know you described this this whoever this guest was you said you know go to the and there are sites online where you can go and you can find unusual stories yep. there's a site that I love it's called um what the hell's it called um urban dictionary i think it's called yeah and yep. you you go you go to the urban dictionary and every day people are going on this site it's uh, and and they will 
define something. So they're defining a particular term, and it's always funny and gross and and unusual, and they use all kinds of strange words. So I'll go there, and I'll find one of these little urban dictionary definitions, and I'll turn it into a story, or I'll find some kind of crazy uh, video on YouTube or whatever it is. No matter what it is, I'll find a way. If it's if it's attention-absorbing, if it's got this, this sort of... Um, and I have a whole list of what I call hooks, Things like controversy and embarrassment and conflict and and uh, intrigue, all these sort of uh, checklist of the types of stories that grab attention. And I'll find a story that has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm selling, and I'll turn it into a story. Um, so that's another way of, of using stories, another way of pulling people into your emails. But there's all kinds of different ways. And, and I really love the, the idea of finding a story inside of the person's life or inside of, your, inside of your own life. But there's all kinds of different ways to do it. Right. One thing I'm interested in is, is like, let's say you, you said, because you mentioned, I think, that some of these sequences might go for, um, you know, two weeks or 20 days or something like that. So what are we talking someone joins a list and then they get the, the you know the 2 to 3 week email sequence or are you writing say 7 emails or something and sending them every 3 days and uh, you just send that out to a list you already have? Uh well both. Um certainly both. The the case study campaigns that I do because I'm going to uh see I like to cherry pick as a copywriter or a marketing consultant or, or I like to go and find a client who already has a list. I don't want to deal with, with clients that are trying to build a list. Right. Now, that doesn't mean email alchemy doesn't apply in that particular scenario. It's just that I can make a lot more money as a copywriter if I deal with people who already have a list. So uh, if you buy my courses and you look at John Benson's campaign for his recent um, 3X Accelerator or this gal in, in, in Australia or Kenrick Cleveland, that's the scenario. But that doesn't mean you can't use the exact same scenario um, when you're building a list, and you most certainly should. It's just a different sort of an animal. So in terms of lead generation, you know, I have uh, people who buy these courses and they use them to generate leads. So they'll typically have, you know, some type of a, a lead generation page there where they're giving away something. And then as soon as somebody opts in for this, then they will get these story-generated, story-based sort of emails that are typically designed. And a lot of this is service-based stuff. So people will be selling some type of a service. Maybe they're a social media consultant. Maybe they're a, a landscaper. Or maybe they do some type of, of renovation on a home. Or maybe they're a, some type of a consultant, a coach, whatever it is. And so they they... In exchange for a special report, in exchange for some type of consultation or whatever, they they have the right to follow up with this prospect. And then maybe every two or three days, they'll send one of these email alchemy emails. And the, the intent of the email, if somebody has requested a special report from you, a white paper or whatever it is, and this goes back to my days in sales and selling, direct selling, is that I would then follow up on that lead generation magnet, that special report or, or white paper, or whatever it was, with a bunch of these emails that are designed to take the prospect to the next step. So uh, not only have, have they read your indoctrination, uh, your strategy, the principles that you, you use to get a specific job done, 
Now it's time for them to to get um, a half hour consult or an hour consult or a 90 minute consult or whatever it is so that they can get specific custom tailored uh, advice. And the duration of that appointment, if you will, would coincide with the amount of of money that you would be asking for at the end of that, that consult. Okay. Okay. So you're saying that this works because a lot of people come to me, sorry, and they ask me, well, I sell services and I sell products and people come to me and they start to ask, well, can I sell, you know, a lot of the questions that I spoke to someone out this morning is like, well, B2B because that's often what you're doing when you're selling services. So you're saying this, you know, when you do it right, you can, and I know this, but sometimes, you know, the listener might not, is that you can use this story-based selling method for business to business and for selling services. It's not just for people with an ebook to sell. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we have, People who buy this and then they're selling like fifteen thousand um, dollar, you know, kitchen renovations or, or um, you know, multi thousand dollar consulting engagements. We have people doing this who are are selling management consulting. Yeah. Believe it or not, and it's a great way to sell management consulting because you know y- you don't want to be talking to people who are who have not already drunk your management consulting. Kool-Aid, right? Yep. And how do you get them to buy your your cool drink your Kool-Aid? Well, you got to get them to buy or request a, a free report. Then you want them to consume it before you you know get on the phone with them or whatever. If they don't do that, there's no point getting them on the phone because then you're going to have to sell them on the phone, and which is about the the least effective way to sell somebody something. If you have to sell somebody something one to one on the telephone. I mean, that is just stupid. You, you are are shooting yourself in the foot. They should be sold on you before you ever get on the telephone. And the way to do that is to write a book or write a special report and to send them emails that captivate, that get them really thinking, that open their mind, that deepen them into this imagination, get their imagination flowing and to see them moving forward in whatever it is they want to do with you kind of like the the orchestrator of it all well before you ever get them on the telephone so that when they're on the phone you're asking them questions about what it is they want to do and you're asking those questions in a spirit of discovery so that that you're you know you're sort of of asking them questions that are selling them on you rather than you trying to sell them sell yourself on to them they're already sold on you you're asking questions that are saying okay do i really want to work with you mr client are we a good fit yep. you know are you, are you the kind of, of person that i want i want to i want to uh, work with in terms of making this result happen for you so that's the the spirit of the of the interview, and that's what email alchemy, and that's what this whole process of pulling a client towards you, but can certainly be business to business, absolutely. And the one last thing before we wrap this up that I wanted to know is just like on a on a rough, I mean, how, what's your sort of rough overview for how to structure a campaign? If I wanted to go email my list today, for example, and and use the methods that we've talked about here. Do I write, say, seven emails and send one every three days and have a story that sort of spread out over those emails or do I have a different story every day or does it follow some sort of arc or I don't know, what, what's, what, what's your thinking there? Well, yeah, it depends on your, on your objective. Um, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to sell? How much does it cost? Uh, what kind of behavioral change are you asking your, your prospect to make? Give me a little context. 
uh, let's say I'm selling a product for $300 and uh, the, the customer or the, the prospect, they're interested in the topic. Um, they haven't bought anything yet though. Or maybe, maybe they've bought something small for say like $20 and they're interested in taking the next step but they haven't yet. Is that enough context? Okay. And what is it? This what is this three hundred dollar thing that you're selling? Say it's a. I mean, just for let's say it's simple, like a, a weight loss thing that's going to teach them. It's like a an advanced weight loss system. Okay. Cool. That's exactly the same uh, product that I was talking about. That this the lady in uh, Australia was selling it was a three hundred dollar. It was like a, a membership site where they would go in and they had this this. I think it was like a twelve week program for weight loss and and figure sculpting more more weight loss than figure sculpting um so the same sort of thing so how did we sell it well we used a simple landing page and had a, a video on it and the video was like i think it had like 12 maybe not maybe eight eight to ten sort of little stories that were like 30 45 second stories with a before and an after picture and here's the fat lady and here's the hot lady so that was the landing page and underneath the landing page it was kind of like positive acceptance copy that said you know you're damn right sue uh, i'm in i'm in i'm in on this and here's everything that you're going to be giving me so kind of written in the reverse voice so that's the prospect talking on the landing page and then in terms of the emails, we would send an email every single day. I think we sent emails for, for like 14 days. So every day they got an email and it was always something kind of crazy story about this, this lady and her, her exploits as a figure sculptor and how she was fat before and how she's thin and all these emotional issues about that she had when she was a teenager and real stories about all of these things that these women are going through. And every day for, say, um, actually, I probably have the, the series here right in front of me. I can tell you exactly how many days the... Uh, okay the campaign went for so like 10 days we'd send an email every single day and then on the 11th day we'd send two emails and the 12th day two emails and then the last day we'd send four emails okay. in one day so the idea is you have this this um this window of opportunity this limited uh opportunity to get some special deal so they could get this this course for three hundred dollars but if they missed it and they didn't get in that during this window, then they would have to pay $400 or they wouldn't get such and such a, a bonus along with the, the, the main program for $300. So there's something bad that happens at the end of the of the 15 days or some, however many some days sort of it was. Like it closes or the price goes up or something like that. Exactly, yeah. And then each one of these emails uh, would, would have a kind of like an ongoing sort of narrative that becomes um, increasingly uh, clear. Or so, so the way to look at it as a narrative, okay, the, typically there's, there's some type of a problem or um, thing that happens to this individual in the email, and that's the deepening parts. So, you know, there's, there's a problem that occurs in the email, and that problem is solved in that email. They go to the video, they watch these, you know, before and after things and they buy. But there's also like a secondary sort of a, a situation, a secondary sort of problem that always comes back in the next email that doesn't get solved until um, the end of the series. 
So there's always like a primary problem. And I, I classify this as, you know, you, you know, you do email marketing, you, you sell autoresponder series. So there, there's a reason why somebody would want an autoresponder series. Okay. That is the primary sort of problem resolution. Yep. And then, and then there's a secondary problem that doesn't get solved until the end, or, or, or it, it's always recurring sort of thing. And that is, why does somebody need uh, John McIntyre to write an, an email uh, autoresponder series? What is your unique selling proposition? Yeah. So there's there's the problem of you know I, I I need more sales. I need follow up. I keep forgetting to follow up. I need a way to solve that problem. And this is how I solved it with these machines that automatically follow up. Um, but you know I I could never write them in such a way that resulted in sales when people landed on the page. So you know I needed to get. John McIntyre because you know he had the secret sauce of of how to not only follow up but you know get action when people followed up that right. sort of things so there's the primary problem resolution in every single email and then there's this recurring sort of secondary problem that is the unique selling proposition of your particular you know weight loss program or or you know insurance strategy or autoresponder follow up whatever whatever it doesn't matter what you're selling it's always the same sort of of uh principle cool cool well thank you before we uh before we wrap this up though i mean we talked about uh, this well obviously you've got a product called email email alchemy but uh, as far as i know it's closed right now so tell the listener where if they want to learn more about you or about the program where they can go and then i know you're you mentioned that you're going to open it up or you're doing a sort of special promotion special offer uh, in probably a month, which will be this podcast will go live, and I think it's about four or five weeks right now. So it might time up. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. So what you want to do now, if you're intrigued by any of this, uh, you need to go to my website www.daniellevis.com. D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-V-I-S.com, and there should be a pop-up that'll come over the site, and it'll offer you a free report. I think it's called uh, Nine Forbidden Secrets of info marketing or something like that so go ahead and get that and you'll be on on our list and then next month when we introduce email alchemy we've got three different tracks for you depending on who you are and we're going to be uh, having special offers on all three tracks the first track is very reasonably priced and it is for the do-it-yourselfer for people who want to write their own emails to sell their own products or services uh, in much the, the sort of vein that we've been talking about here today. And we're also introducing 10 royalty-free uh, templates. So you'll be able to take this subject line, opening, deepening, pitch, call to action, structure, which is email alchemy, and you'll be able to basically fill out a questionnaire with details about your business. And then you take the answers and you just kind of paint by numbers and you'll have emails uh, that are really compelling, interesting, proven to work and to close for your business uh, very, very quickly and very easily. And of course, you'll have the whole course that shows you how to write them from scratch. And if you're a copywriter or a marketing consultant, uh, you're just going to be you're going to be eating that up. You're going to be learning a ton, and it's going to help you to create these high converting email alchemy campaigns. Uh, you're not allowed to resell those templates; they're only for the 
promotion of your own services, regardless of what those services are. And then we have a second track, and this track is specifically for for copywriters, marketing consultants. And the second track kind of walks you through the process of getting clients uh, as an email alchemist for hire, selling these 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 uh, types of gigs, these engagements, and getting paid a lot of money to do it and being able to, to go to a client with a very seductive uh, proposition that allows you to get paid, you know, 10,000, 20,000, 30, 50, 60, even a hundred thousand dollars for one gig writing email alchemy uh, series for them and I'll show you exactly how to do that and then uh, and by the way that track also gives you all the marketing that you'll need you get you know lumpy mail campaigns that you can send out in the post to generate leads you'll get special reports case studies proving that email alchemy works You'll get email alchemy campaigns for following up on those prospects and getting them to inquire and how to close them and get paid this money for uh, writing email alchemy. And then the third track, which is brand new, never been sold before, I'm going to give you everything you need. I'm going to give you uh, all of the training, all of the marketing, all done for you to go out and get email alchemy clients as an email alchemist for hire. Uh, going and, and showing clients the found money in their list that they didn't know was there and that they will pay you, uh, gladly pay you ten, twenty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 per uh, assignment in writing emails. Uh, and I'm going to actually write the emails for you almost. I'm going to give you uh, royalty-free templates that you can go out and you can, you can resell. So not only the marketing and the training to find the client, but I'm actually going to write the emails for you uh, almost. So you're going to go, I'm going to show you how to adapt an email alchemy campaign to a specific client need so that you don't have to be a copywriter, you don't have to be a marketing wizard. All you have to do is almost like a McDonald's franchise. All you have to do is pay me some money. I'll give you everything you need. You can go out and you can go out and be in business virtually overnight with everything done for you. You just put the key in the ignition and you go out and you apply email alchemy to the marketplace and make ten, twenty, fifty thousand dollars per engagement. So that's really exciting for anybody who is you know, spinning their wheels out there online, don't know what to do or having great deal of difficulty trying to create a product, trying to do this, trying to do that. Here is a way for you to make money right out of the gate online selling email alchemy campaigns. And that's brand new. It's going to be introduced uh, next month. Fantastic. Well, by the time this podcast goes live, it'll be in about four, just over four weeks from uh, from when we're recording this. So that'll go live. It'll be around the time that you should be live as well. So if people want to go uh, and learn more about this and get this, they can go to DanielLevis.com. All of the show notes uh, and a link to that at uh, TheMcMethod.com. Daniel, thanks for coming on the show to talk about all this. Oh, you're quite welcome, John. I enjoyed it. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.